Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Sinead Horror Podcast, a place where you connect with your heart, connect with your angels, where you raise your vibration and become the best version of you. Today, I am joined by such a beautiful, beautiful soul. I've only spoke to her once before and I actually feel like I've known her for a zillion years. I feel like we've been friends for many lifetimes. She's so bubbly. She's so filled with love. She's so authentic, so in her power. She just oozes love she oozes a glow that you just know she wants to help others and that is so powerful and empowering in my eyes and there's nothing more beautiful in the world you might know her as rising phoenix holistic on instagram and she holds uh, workshops trainings she does a lot of online readings for yourself to help you feel like the best version of you and today i'm going to introduce her as shannon Conley. you're very welcome how are you I am really good, Sinead. Thank you so, so much. First, for that fabulous intro. I'm like sitting here blushing. <laughs> and thank you so much for having me. This is something that just felt really, really aligned. I know I said that to you a few times, but it just felt really right to do at this time. And I think when we connected, it was that mutual delight that I see in you is reflected back in me and back at you again. And it's just such a gorgeous energy. And I think we're just really on the same wavelength. It just feels really good. Oh, I'm so excited to get to talk to you. I'm going to just totally, uh, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Let the cat out of the bag, if you will. But we did actually record an amazing <laughs> podcast last week. And we got off the podcast absolutely buzzing, like full of energy. We spoke about everything and anything. I swear to God, it was so good. But it didn't record. Like, it did not record. So I was like, Shannon, I'm so sorry. We got to do something different. However... I feel like, I don't even remember what we spoke about, but I know it'll be nothing coming through today. It feels very focused. So I actually want to hit off straight away. There's a question that constantly comes in to me. And that question from our listeners is it's all about spirit guides. And I really feel like we need to talk about them today. Spirit guides, first and foremost, what are they? And I know you connect with them. And I'd love to hear your story about them. And I'll share a bit about mine because they're really coming in quite strong. And then we'll see where the conversation takes us. But first of all, what are spirit guides and how do you connect with them? So for me, spirit guides, the, the whole thing is in the name. They are a spiritual guide for you in your life. They're sometimes referred to as a spirit team. It could be one person. It could be a group of people. And the most important thing is that it's completely individual for everyone. So even when I give my account to spirit guides now, I don't want anyone going, well, I don't connect with that person or, you know, I don't have that exact thing. For me, my spirit guides, I needed to connect with spirit guides before I ever really started my journey fully here and um, in the holistic world, in the mediumship world. And I feel that I had connected with my spirit guides from young. So for me, spirit guides, spirit team, I suppose it's different for everybody, but I would have a spirit team of many different people. So they're your guides who give you intuitive downloads, intuitive signs, intuitive hits whenever you need them. My spirit guides, some of them are really well, I've kind of worked on that through meditation, but I found that my mom had, when I was around her, when I was little, she always had a spirit guide that was an older man in an army uniform. And like, she used to be like, had no idea who this man was. You know, I, my mom has trained in Reiki over 15 years ago. So she always had that open channel, I suppose, but it's different to mine. And she used to have this man and he was buried in Mount Jerome. 
about graveyard in Dublin. Like, so random, I know. Is it Mentorum? I think that's the name of it. Um, in Dublin, and like she never knew who he was, but I think he's her great 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 grandfather. And so your spirit guides can be ancestors. They can be your actual loved ones that have passed in this lifetime that you were that you have let go of, and they're on the other side. They could be random souls that are sent to you, and they have a mission on the other side to guide you through this life. So they could be someone that you don't know. I've never encountered for me I have this really like it happened when I was younger but it's this really old woman called Mags and I've no connection to her through family at all I think it was probably the first person that I seen when I was little in dreams and you know they can visit you in dreams they could leave signs even daydreaming is really powerful and it, people look at me when I say that but you know sometimes when your mind is idle and you're just as people say in the twilight zone <laughs> obviously I spend 70% of my time in the twilight zone <laughs> but I remember daydreaming of this woman and I remember then when I stepped onto my spiritual path there's so many lessons you know that yourself there's so many highs and lows and so many lessons and she was there consistently and there's also a younger man um, and he was there there's children. I have spirit guides that are children, spirit guides that are, you know, they have their full physical form for me. Some people say that they just see colors or they just get a scent or like it's different for everybody. But I probably have about 60 people that I call in every day when I pray and I call them all in. And then my angels, I suppose, are spirit guides as well in a roundabout way, you know. I love that. I love it so much. Spirit guides were the first things I seen as a child. Like I always say my parents, my parents say I was younger, but I only remember it when I was around four really seeing. Um, but they always say I've done it my whole life. Like, so I had two when I was a kid and they were called Placky and Lena. And I used to describe Placky. He only ever wore an Irish football jersey. That's it. He had dark hair, wore an Irish football jersey, and always had a football. And he really made me be like fun expressive mischievous get up to no good I was exploring really playful with him and then we had the polar opposite which was Lena and I always described him as like an Oliver Twist like he looked like he came from like the like you know real old times where he had the cropped shorts and he had a real blonde like mad haircut and he was a sensible one he was a cautious one he's the one that was like okay meditate come back so I had that real yin and yang growing up and I remember so many times where I would be sitting at the kitchen table and I'd only be about four and I'd my dad would go and sit in the seat and I'm like, whoa, we we're going to sit on Placky, say. And my parents were so good. They actually, he got up and moved. I remember my dad moving and I used to confuse the life out of me how he couldn't see that. And it got to the point where I remember my mom used to set a table for them and everything and like, you know, put a little food on their plate and just really encourage that. And I really love this topic because... Spirit guides will come in depending on what you're going through in life as well. So now I have, as you, like so many more. And I always want to remind you as well, the spirit guides grow up with you. So Placky and Lena are still there, but they look like me. They look like my age now. They grow up yeah. with you. And I have a beautiful woman. Her name is Catherine, but I call her Kate. And she's actually an old nun. But I don't feel any relative. I don't think she's related to me at all yeah. in any way, shape or form. But she actually came in to help me on a fertility journey. And she came in about eight years ago to help me on this journey. And, and I know once that happens, I feel like she will leave. And I also have Shane Shan. And I actually want to talk with him because I want to ask you something in a second. But Shane Shan, right? His name is Shan. <laughs> However, I was calling him Shane for years. And he's this beautiful Asian monk. And he's such a philosopher. Like He was a teacher, an author, a lecturer. 
and um he came in to help the business right but i was calling him shane for years and i had this psychic reading with someone before and they're like oh your spirit guide shan is beside you i was like shan who the hell is shan they describe him to a t that he was a monk he was dressed in a beautiful orange robe who he was his energy and i was like oh that's shane they're like no 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 you've been calling him his name wrong this whole time his name is shan so like now i call him shane shan but why that's really cool is because shan wasn't a name that i would have really in my awareness shane would be so i interpret it as that so it's really really fun to have your own interpretation and connect with your guides you know and as you grow different guides will come in for different stages of your life yeah. So why i want to ask you or what i want to ask you and this is really coming from shan the philosopher the educator the teacher is how would you suggest someone can start to open up their energy to their spirit guides you know, I know you and I are blessed that we're, we have this memory from when we were a child. And I think that's, yeah. we all have had that experience, but we have forgotten over the time. So now in our adult life, how would you suggest someone opens up that awareness again and start to communicate with their guides? So for me, I think, as you said, we have that kind of channel that's always been there. And my mom, when I was younger, had just said to me, with the mediumship and all of that sort of stuff comes from my dad's side, my mom had an awareness of it. And she just said, that's fine. Talk like, obviously, there was a lot of spirit there for me as well. There was a lot of actual people that wanted to pass messages and stuff. So I had, a, you know, a childlike wonder at that time, and it was nurtured. And when you're an adult, it's like you nearly need to have that childlike wonder again. <laughs> and you have to believe that there's more out there so when you're living in the 3d you're paying bills you're doing things you're pulled from pillar to post i'm sure there's lots of people listening that are like how do i just sit on the bed and talk to you know random monk <laughs> and it really is patience awareness intention is the biggest thing in my life when you set an intention to do anything it gathers energy it creates energy and then energy flows to it an intention to do anything create good bad whatever you're doing and I feel that when you set an intention like maybe creating space for yourself to actually believe meditate visualization is my thing now I know that's not for everybody some people like to journal and see things on the page and maybe draw and stuff like that put music on feel good because when you're searching to connect you have to feel like you're in a good energy in a good space so put some music on bring your energy down relax into yourself stay grounded be patient with yourself you will absolutely connect with with your angels your spirit guides even your loved ones if you just give yourself time a lot of that is a tug of war you know people say to me every day I really feel like I'm very psychically open but like how do I do it and I'm like relax and they're like I can't I can't because you're searching for something and it's a tug of war it's like intuitive block I get intuitive block if I overthink so even if I'm sitting doing readings and I get really kind of just in my head, I have to make an effort to clear that energy because if I keep overthinking, my intuition is blocked, my mind is taken over. So I would just say practices and those practices are whatever people are into. It could be lighting a bit of incense, sitting on your bed, maybe journal. I actually journaled quite a lot. So I had like you, I had Isabella who was with me from when I was little and like that she had to get you know she didn't like fish fingers so my mum had to make goujons and she, you know, <laughs> my mum was demented and I'm an only child so like my mum was just like yeah it's grand it's her friend but it's so funny because she obviously some of my family are spiritual some aren't my uncle had a daughter and there's quite a big age gap between me and her 
and she's really pragmatic like she's so intelligent she's super pragmatic and she's such an amazing person but she was little and it was years I was probably about 13 when she was born and I remember sitting there babysitting her and we were just talking and she was like no 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 I need that for Isabella and I was like what and she was like yeah no she only and she said like the exact thing <laughs> and I was like and at that stage as you said Isabella had grown with me but was still appearing to her at her age do you know that sort of way mm, I love that like it was so profound and I remember thinking it could be just that family kind of link maybe it's a that could be a spirit guide that watches over our family I could love be. that and I love what you said there as well because I think they will your spirit guides will come to you and how you're ready to receive them and that is a beautiful example that you just shared there where that she was coming to you as an adult but coming to your younger child younger uh cousin as yeah, you know a child. as a child but they're yeah. coming and how you will a relate to them and how you will see them and it's the same with angels angels will show themselves to you how you're willing to receive them like you know you might see them with wings or I might see them I always see them wings but you might see them without wings do you know what I mean it's like how you're willing to receive them you also said something there that I loved as well is you know and this goes for anything in meditation you can't chase it you need to receive it you can't don't look for it let it come to you and something that you can do as well when you are sitting I loved your little techniques where you're sitting down maybe writing let it come to you is get into a method where you're meditating in the same spot every day if you can at the same time yeah. and just see what happens as you said your intention will create your reality you know that's so powerful like so set your intention I'm here to connect with my spirit guide that's here for my purpose in this moment now one spirit guide and remember as well it's really important is that when you are connecting imagine you bumped into a childhood friend right that you haven't seen in 20 years your heart will stop in the street and divulge everything that's happened in the last 20 years. You're not. You're going to be small talking first. And then the more you meet, you'll actually divulge more information. It's the same with your guide. Don't expect them to be like full-blown conversation in the first round. Yeah. yeah, I think a lot of people kind of, you know, sometimes when people come to me, and I'm sure you're, you're the same, people kind of have you on that little bit of a pedestal. Because, you know, people will say, look, I used to get lots of visions when I was younger and they're gone now and life has taken me down a different path. And they're really, really frustrated that everything doesn't come in at once. So they might have a dream and then not have a dream for weeks. So I always say I love an altar, which I know is not feasible for everyone. But, you know, like a space in your room. I remember for years and years before I ever had the shop, because I only have that two years, I worked from my room and I always did friends and family readings and stuff like that and I used to just have a little altar with a cloth on it deck of cards couple of crystals and I went there and I prayed because my mom again being so open always told me to pray to Archangel Michael um, and then another thing as well I wouldn't be profoundly religious but my faith is incredibly important just my faith in source I suppose you know and my angels so I always used to pray to like Padre Pio which was the most random thing you know and, and Mother Mary and just different little guides so my guides actually came in through faith and kind of prayer and sitting at that table and just saying can I please ask my angels to come in and help me because of course we're all asking for help and guidance and, you know. and I remember when I was much younger and like you know whatever journey I was on at that stage which was probably very dramatic and you know when I was younger um I remember just sitting there and saying, please, you know, if I could have a sign and then surrendering it, because it's like manifestation. If you're trying to manifest something, which is so hard because all you want is this one thing and surrendering that is what brings it towards you. 
And it's so hard to surrender. I don't think anyone talks about how hard that process, as a human, we're designed to just hold things. You can't, and, you can't explain yeah. it. It's just an embodiment. So hard. You can't ever teach surrender. It's just an no. embodiment. Yeah, it's so hard to do. Like with anything in life, as, as you said, if you're on a fertility journey, if you're trying to manifest a person, if you're trying to tap into your spirituality, it's all you're thinking about. It's all you want. It's all you're focused on. And then the universe is saying, surrender, trust, and, you know, take a leap of faith. And you're like, how? <laughs> but it really is so important. It's it's the one thing that once you can kind of hand over control, that's why I think spirit guides are so profoundly important, you know, because it's, it's knowing that someone has your back. It's knowing that they're there and they might come in and give you harsh truths. You know, I always say, Sometimes a spiritual journey, for me, spirituality is meeting yourself. So it's not about the external world. It's about going within. And sometimes, well, most of the time, 90% of that is calling yourself out on BS. So you have to stop yourself doing certain habits that are bad for you. You have to stop associating with certain energies that are pulling you down, self-limiting beliefs. You know, that's where anxiety stems from, all those procrastination energies that come in at you. And I think a lot of it is actually kind of calling yourself out, doing the internal work. But it's nice to connect with your spirit guides to know that they have your back and they're all there. So everyone listening to this probably has, you know, five or six people surrounding them as they're listening. It's just receiving and that's just surrender. I love that. And as you're talking as well, it's coming in really strongly that get used to the vibration that they're when you know they're there. So what we call that in the spiritual term is the tell. So how you know that, you know, they're beside you. And I have a different tell for angels versus spirit guides. So I always know when angels are coming through, I can feel like a tingling sensation coming right down from the top of my head, all the way down my spine on the left hand side. When spirit guides are coming in, I can feel them from my right shoulder coming into me. And everyone has a different tell. You might feel emotional when angels are near. You might get gurgling when you're talking to spirit guides. What is so important is get used to the tell. So when you're meditating and your intention is connecting with your spirit guides, notice how you feel. Notice any sensations in the body. Then when you do it again the next day, see what happens again. Like pay attention to the little tells that are happening because what that does then is help your confidence because you're like, oh, this is happening again. Maybe this is my tell. It's like your telephone number. This is the only way I can describe it. It's like, this is how you're dialing into this conversation. So it's so important to get used to that vibration. I'm really called to ask you. I'm really called, sorry, one second. I'm just tuning into that exact question. Now, this is putting you on the spot again. I did this last time too. I know it wasn't recorded, but I'm so sorry. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, you can easily do it when there's two channels. <laughs> We're both channels. I, okay, I'm really feeling, Shanna's coming in so strong today. Um, and I feel like our guides really have a message for us today. Are you able to tune in to see what message is coming in from your guides? And and I can go first if you want to, because I could feel Shan there. Or do you want to go is first? It for, for the collective? For the collective, yes. For the collective. So I do feel, look, full transparency. And I always say this to my clients, you know, they think that I am sitting at home and I'm doing all the perfect spiritual things. And 2023 was a little bit chaotic for me uh, just juggling home and juggling work and I always think the human experience has to be remembered in spirituality because not every day can we channel all of the the things that we want to channel 
it's important for everybody to be gentle with themselves. And last year I did find a lot of highs and lows with that spiritual block outside of work. So I'd go to work and I'd be so in tune with seven people one after another. And then after when I came home, I'd find a little bit of a block. So this year over Christmas, I did nothing. I was so unproductive and it was a godsend. And for the last couple of days, I've really been channeling an awful lot more outside of work just for the collective and I feel an awful lot of energy upgrades but I really feel that Christmas was a very very difficult time for a lot of people and obviously seeing it coming into the shop and doing readings for people but just in general I think there's an awful lot of there was a lot of heaviness left in 2023 and I think spirit guides are coming in because a lot of people are starting to tap into not only spirituality as a whole but wellness well-being upgrading their own energy wanting better for themselves and like that intention is everything so i do feel i feel a huge shift in people upgrading their energy from you know the 3d upwards and connecting and wanting to connect more with themselves listening intuition is at an all-time high so many people are coming into me with such intuitive downloads and they're finding life so stressful that they can't tap into that and I think for the collective like I actually pulled a couple of cards while we were talking at the start oh yes <laughs> Do it. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm sitting yeah, back close my eyes <laughs> sit back and close your eyes I just feel more people are tapping in to their and a lot of people do I think um you know connect quicker with angels you know from what I when I teach and when I do workshops and stuff and a lot of angels coming in um Archangel Azrael is coming in and that's actually really funny because and like you said I stream tears every time I channel angels <laughs> like it's it happens all the time but Azrael is the archangel of death and not necessarily just death but compassion grief and grief is obviously we all know what grief is it's when you lose something but the feeling of loss is not just surrounded by losing a person in your life you could be grieving for something that you can't control grieving for something you know that you've let go of grieving for a past version of yourself grieving for something that you can't bring into your life loss is a very it's a very broad spectrum and I feel Azrael coming in as I'm channeling is because an awful lot of people are shedding old skin and that's incredibly power powerful and empowering but also scary and you know it's very kind of easy to slip into fear there's a lot of messages about you know knowing who you are on a fundamental level choosing what's good for you stepping away from the mundane reality of having to follow certain paths and do your own thing a lot of individuality a lot of release a lot of owning your power, owning who you are. There's huge messages coming in about solitude, like needing to go into hermit mode. I think a lot of people have gone into hermit mode over Christmas and need to remember that solitude is incredibly healing and enlightening. And when the world is really, really, because we did have a lot of stuff happen in the world and energy is, that vibration of energy touches everybody. So when there's something going on and you're scrolling on Instagram and you're seeing things from different countries, you're absorbing that energy all the time. And it can become very heavy. And I think a lot of people moving into this year in their personal lives around friendships, family, around past experiences, an awful lot of old trauma clearing. And I think a lot of kind of upgrades coming in. I just feel like there's a lot of people learning to shed their skin and lots of there's lots of snakes in the cards and snakes are always really, really ancient healing hence why you were called to talk about spirit guides because your spirit guides are ancient beings normally who are when they cross over 
for me, spirit guides, when a lot of spirit guides have walked this earth, so they've had a lifetime and some haven't, but some have. Same with angels. You know, when you look into the references of some angels, they've walked in this lifetime. And when they cross over, they are given a task to be a guide for us who are still down here winging it, trying our best to just navigate through life. So they are our navigation centers. If we are not aware of them, they're still there. Mm. If we tap in with them, they become more prevalent, obviously. But I just think it's funny that you were called to talk about spirit guides because the cards that are coming out are all about stepping out of comfort zones, tapping into your intuition, going within, obviously, and hopefully anybody who's listening to this um, will feel that they resonate with that. But there's a lot of leaving survival mode in 2023. So there's an awful lot of energy coming in. It's nearly a little bit harsh. You know, when you have to get up, get going, you go into survival mode, you're not tapping into that frequency of trust and awareness and manifestation. You're just going, do you know what? This is my reality. I just have to get up, have to get the kids out, or have to pay the mortgage or, you know, everyone is going through something and it's important be gentle with ourselves because life is difficult as well but there's a lot of messages coming in about coming out of, of survival mode and into surrender mode so allowing the universe to change things up because without sacrifice and without risk there is no reward so in order for you to change your environment in order for you to shake things up the way you've been wanting to there's a lot of holding back in 2023 i'll just stay in that job that i hate or I'll just plod along, I'll just, you know, block nearly, and you know what, it is blocking your own blessings in some ways, um, but it's what you're used to in the 3D reality. So when spirit guides come in, they're going to knock on the door, <laughs> hopefully not literally because people will be free, <laughs> but they'll come in, they'll knock on the door and they will send you your signs. And it's up to you then to pick up those cues and say, you know what, it's time for a change. And I think it's scary but there's huge, huge manifestations coming in for 2024 for a lot of people listening. And sometimes, you know yourself, Sinead, your manifestations can come in sometimes, you know, as a change, a shocking change, like that tower moment, that big moment that prompts you to finally leave something. Um, and there's just that message coming in that things are changing, vibrations are raising, lots of emphasis on spending quality time with family, friends, people who lift you, having a good tribe around you. I feel like we can be friends for life. So maybe that message is for us. <laughs> well, do you know what? Everything you're saying, I'm laughing. When you hang up this phone today, I want you to go on Instagram. An hour ago, I recorded a post and I basically said what you just said. <laughs> because I woke up this morning and I just felt so numb. Like yeah. I had zero emotion this morning. Like, no, it was, um, I, I can't even describe it. I was so disconnected that I, I had breakfast, couldn't even taste the food didn't want didn't even want to really eat I didn't want to go out for my walk I was so disconnected and I was like right I need to do something about this so I got on the, the yoga mat and I was like right I'm going to just channel I'm going to write so I wrote down everything I was feeling and then with that the light started to come back in and the insight that I got very simple it's basically what you just said but I'm going to just use it in my my language if you will and it's a uh, we have we can be so numb and dis distracted at the minute because our energy is elevating and this is something i've been talking about for so long we're going from that like that 3d to 5d where we want more meaningful connections where as you said you know we're ready for more of an upgrade we're going through this is what 2024 is all about it's elevation you know abundance it's prosperity and it's like really ready to embody our energy and because of that frequency is so powerful our physical body needs time to catch up with it so it is asking us and inviting us to actually transition. And I love Azriel. He is 
I, I always say he's the angel of death and transition, you know, because it is that shed love that, you know, when you said the snake, it's a shedding skin, it's letting go, but it's helping you to let go for the next phase. And I just think that is so beautiful. So actually, let me ask you this, everyone that's listening, what are you letting go of and what's the next phase for you? Write it down, express it, embody it, visualize it. What's the next phase? What phase? What does it look like for you? And are you ready to embody this? And what can you do daily to embody this energy? And I think we can really reflect on those questions. It can really help us propel us into the next. So I have loved those readings. Thank you very much. You know what? I just think it's more of, obviously we're, we're kind of channeling for the collective, but I think it's more of just that kind of, that sense of the unknown. And whether you're talking about spirit guides, tapping into your spirituality, the one question that I get asked the most is, how do I, like, obviously, as you said, I do the workshops and you do teaching and I'm sure you get that question all the time. How do I tap in? And by tapping into you, you tap into everything that there is available to you because everything that you're seeking, everything you're looking for, every answer that you're trying to desperately find is within you. So a lot of people will come to me for guidance, but I am literally a mirror, you know, <laughs> a lot of the time I'm like, you know this and they're looking at me I know this and I'm like I'm just reiterating this back to you you know hard decisions or yeah well a hundred percent a healer a reader should never tell you something you don't already know yeah you know they should never do that like we as you said and you've hit the nail on the head we're mirrors we're just here to you know support you on the path we should never shock you if that happens there's something gone awry (laughs) So when I have someone sit in front of me like, oh, yeah, I knew this. This resonates. I get it. I'm like, well, yeah, (laughs) it's the whole point. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I find that. Yeah. This is amazing. Thank you so much. I have absolutely loved our conversation today. Loved it last week as well, but I love today as well. (laughs) I know. Do you know what? I think last week happened for some sort of reason. Maybe we were yapping too much or something. (laughs) And our spirit guides were like, let's make them redo that. But no, I just think, you know, it's really important that people are just for me and I know I've said it a couple of times but just gentle with themselves I just think that there's a lot of rushing and life kind of programs you to keep moving 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 and another thing is I think a lot of people don't really speak about it and anyone who's listened to this knows that at my workshops I go on a tangent about this I think that we're in a real new age and spirituality is very it's everywhere and it's very broad and everyone is doing something different and I think that can be confusing in itself you know I think you anyone who's listening need to realize that your spiritual journey belongs to you if you are I don't know if you want to do cacao if you want to do shamanism if you want to tap into something more it's an individual thing I think spirituality can nearly be very confusing for people you know yourself like everyone is doing something different and it's amazing because everyone is in this melting pot offering their healing and I always say you choose the healer so like when somebody is drawn to you they're just drawn to you they're not drawn to your credentials or what you can do or what you can offer necessarily you know and a couple of the girls have said that to me they say after workshops like I just want to talk all day and I'm like I just want to talk to you all day because you resonate and it's a human thing it's a and it's also a really really very high kind of spiritual and energetic thing when you're drawn to a person for healing the healing works through them and goes to you, but it's you that's drawn to their energy, if that makes sense. Like, it's like when you pick a Reiki healer that you want to go to, it's something in you that they have that they can offer you. Do you know that sort of thing? 
Oh, yeah. Well, usually when you're drawn to a teacher, it's because they have either been through what you've been through or they're going through what you're going through. And I always find that like, I'm sure you get this as well with your, you know, when you're doing your readings or your healings, I'll get a wave, a flux of just one particular topic. Then that will fade and then it'll be another particular topic. It's never if I'm offering sessions, you know, in a week, I'll probably have the same conversation for the entire week. And then it'll shift and it'll be the same conversation again. It'll be in bulk of energy because it's a frequency that's coming through. So I love that. I love what you said as well. Like I know too many messages can kill the message, which is what this kind of new age spirituality can be. So this is what you said and kind of going back to what you said already is that you, when you tap into you, you're tapping into everything here. So it's important to remember that you have the wisdom within you. You're your best teacher, not myself or Shannon. You are your best teacher you are the person that knows yourself more than anybody else in the world and when you can really love yourself wholly and really embody yourself wholly all aspects of yourself and just witness and come back to love you're opening your energy to all the wisdom that's already inside of you absolutely and I think as well as that you know people fail to forget how far they've traveled like I think when we look back and it, it's really, I'm sure you've heard people say that before. I say it to everyone, especially when we're doing Reiki workshops, the more trauma that you have learned to identify, heal and recover within yourself enables you to heal others. So people will say, oh, well, I've gone through too much. Like, I don't think, absolutely, they are golden nuggets. Anything that you've, now, not at the time, but when you've gone through them, learned how to kind of go within come back to a place of love, forgiveness, empathy, which is really hard. And it takes, you know, sometimes it takes 10 years, sometimes sometimes it's instant. But that kind of empathy and holding space for others and realizing why things had to happen, why there was delays, why you got your heart broken, why you didn't get that job or why things went wrong. Usually the negative stuff and the things that we see as negative are the biggest teachers. If we all just breezed through life and went through everything and had no challenges, we wouldn't know how to hold space for ourselves or others. And I think empathy is born through difficulty, you know, hence why I called the shop rising or the business rising Phoenix, because it meant so much to me that you could be right down there in the ashes and build yourself back up through difficulty, not through the easy times, but through the difficult ones. And then that really propelled me to hold so much space for people because I had that real idea of just being rock bottom. And I'm sure you're exactly the same. You have to have been there to help. Oh, 100 percent. And you're like, I, there's something that and I could talk. I actually need to do a whole other series on this because it's such, I can tell you about some of the bloody lessons I've had to go through. <laughs> like us all like us all but I always say and at the time if someone said this to me at the time I'd be looking at them and with evil eyes if you're you know whenever you're never rejected you're redirected but it's only when you come out of the of the redirection you can go I get it I get it and sometimes you'll never get it but like it'll always just you'll just be fine anyway and uh well you know and I know it's not I know it's easier said than done so you know if you are going through a little bit of a, a rejected time or a hard time you know we are sending so much love to you and we are just here and I like Shannon said you will rise like the phoenix from the ashes and you have your team of spirit guides of angels of ascended masters they're all there rooting for you supporting you so this is maybe your reminder to just tap into that love because you can and you can and will feel it whenever you want it I hope lots of people 
start working with their spirit guides now. <laughs> oh, I really do. do. Me message us. We want to hear from you. Let us yeah, know. We want to know on. all their yeah. names. <laughs> <laughs> I think a big part of I think a big part of that just going back so that we definitely are leaving people with that. Um, I suppose the tools to do that for tapping in with your spirit guides. For me, a lot of it was um silence and solitude. And I just think anyone listening that have like I have three young kids you know I had my kids on my own for many years and there was no such thing as being able to tap into this journey until I was much more centered and balanced and also that I identified my own triggers probably had about five or six years of deep shadow work like and I mean it was just shadow shadow work so my thing for everyone especially when it comes to empowerment and really being able to trust your intuition and trust your inner knowing is to remember how far you've come. Also, the silence and the taking some time out for yourself and being a little bit selfish with your energy and cutting people off that you need to cut off. Nothing worthy comes without sacrifice. And sometimes that sacrifice is going in, as I said, the collective is just going into hermit mode, being incredibly selective of what you spend your time and energy on. I have a really good friend and she always says to me because obviously she lectures me all the time because you know practice what you preach and she's always giving out to me and she says to me mind your energy the same way you'd mind your finances. People have to pay to gain access to that energy. You don't just give it and give it and give it without any receptivity. In order for you to give good energy, you have to receive. Like we all have people in our lives and they're on their own journeys and their karma is different to ours and we're all healing. But be very selective about receptivity. So if you have those friends and family who I did a pick a card actually last night, and one of them was about um gathering, you know, your your tribe and having that those people who hold you up in difficult times. And so many, I think I got about 30 or 40 messages um of people saying, Wow, this is my this is my message for 2024, is being so selective. And it doesn't mean cutting anybody off, it doesn't mean any harsh mm. um in occasions, like it genuinely just means be selective and take time out and turn your notifications off and stop scrolling so much and don't give energy to drama don't give energy to anything that's going to drain you it's different for all of us or if you're in work leave the work stuff at home when you get home do some practices you know epsom salts are so powerful use epsom salts use your crystals ground i go out into the garden and stand on the earth with my mom sometimes for like 20 minutes there are the neighbors between that and burning things and doing rituals <laughs> i'm sure the neighbors are thinking what are they at in that house <laughs> But, you know, just you never know practices. could inspire them. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> just little, like all those little tiny things add up. And it's okay. like, yeah. Well, thank you so much. Little by little, little becomes a lot. You've got this. I have loved talking to you as always. Thank you so much for your time, for your energy, for your love, for all the guidance. I think I want to, I think this is such a beautiful, beautiful conversation about our gorgeous guides who really wanted to be heard today. And just as we said, Take your time, you know, take your time, let them come to you. They're there and you will receive based on what you're ready to receive. And don't get fixated on names, what they look like. Just feel their energy. Get used to their energy first. Get used to how they make you, how they make you feel, you know, the vibration within your body. Start there and let's see where it takes you. Thank you, my love. Thank you so much for having me. I love talking to you. We could be here for another four hours if we don't stop ourselves. <laughs> honestly, I am honoured to have been on the podcast with you. I just look, I honestly just think that you are such an inspiration. You're such a powerful person and you are so full of light and so full of love. And I just honestly, I am honoured. And we should actually just 
have another look at that little photo. <laughs> oh, we have to say what that photo is. You're going to make me cry. So Shannon <laughs> showed me a little. Cry. Do you want to tell the story actually real quick before we go? Yeah, it was just last night. And obviously we had recorded the podcast last week and both of us were like, why is this happening? And then last night, my daughter, who's nine, came into me and she was colouring. She was, thank God, back to school today and she was getting ready for school. And um, she brought this little photo into me that she drew and it's an angel with blonde hair. Oh. And her, her little dress on top have all little love hearts all over them. And she's big, huge orange wings and everything. And I said, that's Sinead. It has to be. Because I am as Jeff Black. And I said to her, who is that? And she's like, I don't know, ma'am. I just felt like drawing it for you. So it's oh on the table God. as we have done the podcast. I have just had a freak moment. Look at the, my, I'm wearing a bright orange jumper today. I didn't even connect that. I'm wearing a bright orange jumper. Just when he said orange wings, like, wait, I'm wearing the brightest orange you could find. Oh my God. Your child is so intuitive. I love it. Thank you for calling me an angel too. I love that even more. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. Honestly, I just have loved every minute of it. Thank you so, so much. Thanks, my love. Thank you so much for listening to the Sinead DeHora podcast. I hope you enjoy the insight and wisdom that came through today. Perhaps you learned something about yourself and I'm so excited for you to discover even more. If you want to tune in to more episodes, please subscribe. And if you want to find more out about this particular episode or any guest speaker that we've had on the show or will have on the show, you can find out more on www.sineadahorror.com. And of course, you're welcome to submit a question or maybe a topic that you'd like me to cover. Remember, this podcast is for you. See you next week.